something stupid. You can't say that on TV. I can say that. Welcome to Power Hour Wrestling. My name is Adrian Garcia, part of a Weird Fish Productions, and of course, always with me, my tag team partner, Jose Savala. Joey, want to say hi to the world? Hello. (laughs) And today, we're going to be talking about a lot of great stuff that's going on in the wrestling world, and one thing in particular that's happening this Saturday, which is AEW's All Out Pay-Per-View, and it should be exciting. There's a... A lot of great stuff happening in that uh, match card. And we're also going to be talking a little bit of uh, topics that have been going on around the wrestling world. You know, we'll be talking about Brock Lesnar, um, some things that have been going on in NXT, and, you know, kind of like a little quick review of what's been going on with uh, uh, WWE and Payback mostly. Um, so we're going to dive into all of that stuff. It's going to be fun, it's going to be great. Um, but before anything, um, just wanted to let everybody know what we've been watching so far. Uh, Joy, what have you been watching the most so far from out of a, uh, any promotion that's going on so far? Just AEW, my dude. AEW all the way. That's hot, man. That's hot. So do, have you been watching like uh, Dark and Dynamite? Yeah, I watched Dark yesterday. Um, that was a long show. Not that it, Not in a bad way, but like... It was like match after match, and I was just surprised that they had so many. It was a really stacked card last night. It's crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I, I watch Dynamite here and there. Uh, I need to start getting on a regular basis because I like Dynamite, and uh, I mean uh, Dark. <laughs> I like Dark. Um, yeah. But you are right. Sometimes it feels like man, like I don't know how long Dark is. Sometimes I think it's only like an hour. I think at first it was only like an hour, and then like I think it's been adding more. And uh, it does feel like there's a lot of matches that they cram into there, but I mean it works. You know, it's just like man, like it's it, it is surprising that they have a big roster. You know, so sometimes when you watch Dark, it it's kind of cool because you see these wrestlers that you don't see on Dynamite, and then you see them on Dynamite, and you're like, wow, like I saw him on Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so that's cool, man. Uh, I've I've been watching AEW as well. I try to watch Dynamite on a regular basis. Uh, I try to watch NXT here and there. Uh, I do like NXT still. It's just I'm I'm more invested in AEW than anything. Uh, but that's not going to take away from NXT. They're still doing a great job. Um, but you know, with this whole like Wednesday night war, you know, it's it's it, you kind of have to choose what you want to watch on Wednesday if you watch it. I mean, I record both, right? But if I'm going to watch something live on Wednesday, I usually lean towards uh, AEW. Yeah. And, of course, you know, there's Raw, uh, SmackDown. Um, I kind of see that from time to time, but not really. I think I maybe watch glimpses of Raw more than I do of SmackDown. And I don't know why that is, but uh, that that that's what's been going on. I've been seeing some things that have been happening in Impact Wrestling. Um, it looks cool. I hear from a lot of the wrestling community that Impact is not that bad. And if you actually, like, you know, give it a chance and watch it, that you would be surprised that it's not that bad. But 
Um, I don't know. It's 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 on that Access TV channel, and I know it's hard for a lot of people to get that channel. I don't even know if I have that channel, you know. So, uh-huh. um, but you know, like I want to watch it, but then I'm not sure. Like I know RVD's on there. He's like my favorite wrestler of all time. But you know, he's got that whole uh, different side of him now. You know, he's not like RVD. Like he's just like I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> how his character is now. Yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. So it's like uh, I don't know if I want to watch that, and I don't know if it's gonna ruin my image of RVD. You know, so I get that. Um, I get that. But you know, TNA, it's been around forever. It's called Impact now, right? But there's a lot of history around there. And, uh, you know, a lot of Impact wrestlers come to, you know, WWE or recently AEW. I've seen that a lot. Um, I was watching NWA Power as well. It was on YouTube. And yeah. it was pretty cool. It had that old school style, how NWA used to film their shit with, like, they had the interviewers right there, and then they just go straight to the ring. Like, that's how they used to do it back then. Mm-hmm. So it had this cool aesthetic, very cool vibe to it. Um, but I know the whole COVID thing happened, and I wasn't, I'm not totally sure if they could, like, really continue to do uh, all the shows and stuff. I know uh, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins is uh, the main, like, president and owner of NWA. Yeah. And I know he's had some history with, like, being a part-time owner for, like, TNA and shit. And I'm not going to lie, I'm very surprised that he's, like, really super into wrestling, man. Like, he really likes it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a big fan. Yeah, so it's cool that he brought back NWA. I like how they did everything. I like, you know, that they had the NWA championship still. You know, it's a very prestigious title that's been held by a lot of great wrestlers, you know, like Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, a lot of great wrestlers from back then. And um, it was really cool, like, all the characters that were on NWA. And now it's it's very cool for me to see them on AEW, like Ricky Starks, uh, Eddie Kingston, um who else is on there now uh shoot there's a lot of guys that are coming out though from nwa going to aew yeah and, we uh, have, it's pretty uh, cool i forget her name but she's challenging for the the aew thunder rosa yep yeah thunder rosa man she's pretty cool too she is actually um i i don't think she's wrestled in del rio but uh she's wrestled a lot in like texas in san antonio in the austin area and uh she's really good she's cool and i know that there's a wrestling page that i am on and she's actually in that page too you know it was pretty cool like she used to post her shit on there you know so it's kind of cool for me to see her now in AEW to where i would see her like in that wrestling uh, page like what five years ago where she was like barely starting out so it's pretty cool man I, i like seeing that shit that's cool yeah uh but yeah there's a lot of wrestling going on you know uh sometimes it's kind of hard to keep up and i'm a wrestling fan i love wrestling i just wish i could watch all of this wrestling i just can't you know maybe it's one a lot day. of wrestling dude yeah dude and maybe one day I could, maybe one day i could get like paid to watch it and like re- maybe write shit about it then that would be a reason for me to like really watch all this shit but uh it, it's really hard to like keep up with everything man but you know we try we try at yeah, least I mean, we do watch the pay-per-views you know we'll try to watch like the main like you know events that happen in the wrestling world oh yeah no but i mean like damn dude it just WWE alone it's like raw nxt smackdown i'm, I'm really glad that I, I don't know if they're still doing it but i 
I, I hope they're not, but like they used to have like main event and superstars. Oh, superstars. <laughs> so it was like it was a lot, and then you like add like AW where it's like AW Dark and like AW Dynamite, and they're also they were doing the women's tag team. And I don't know if Heels is a wrestling show or if it's kind of if it's gonna be like a reality show. I don't know what that is for AW Heels. Yeah. It's like this, uh, it's a subscription for like women. And uh, it, it's kind of like something to bring like the fans of women's wrestling, or not women's wrestling, but wrestling in general. And you're, you're a woman. Because I, I don't know, I, I think it's hard for women that like wrestling to get out there, especially because, uh, you know, no, no offense to all the wrestling fans in the world, right? But some, some of us can be kind of weird and shit, you know? And yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know if women are some of the women are comfortable. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it's com- it's more comforting to have other women that are interested in wrestling to talk about as well. You know, and that sometimes I feel like that's hard. I go to a lot of events and I see shit, and it's mostly like if your girl, if it's your girlfriend, you know, and you got her into wrestling. Case in point, I did, right? <laughs> yeah. But you know. Uh, I get it. It's cool. I know it was getting a lot of backlash in the beginning. Like, they were giving a lot of shit to Brandy about it. But uh, apparently, it's been doing pretty good. Like, they've had a lot of subscribers. And uh, it's not a bad deal. You get all this cool shit. You get to meet people and shit like that. So, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I think there does need to be more uh, women's fans in the wrestling business. Especially if you want to push, like, the women's wrestling. Uh, You know, because obviously that's you know the women are going to want to see the women's wrestlers you know being represented so so it makes sense Uh, i'm happy they're doing it we'll just see how it goes going forward you know yeah uh but yeah man like i said a lot of wrestling i'm I'm happy to be a wrestling fan and you know sometimes i'm mind boggled that there's not a lot of obviously wrestling had its peak in the 90s you know where everybody knew about wrestling and now it's like not everybody knows about it you know maybe people will say here and there oh yeah you know but not not a lot of people talk about it or at least i don't see a lot of people talking about it or maybe like you know when i walk the streets or go somewhere you know shit like that but then when i go to these wrestling events and stuff like there's a shit ton of people man i'm like damn where are you guys at (laughs) yeah uh, there was a point where a lot of like uh, you get, you would get that that uh, negative reaction from people, or it's like, oh, you like wrestling, like you fucking virgin, and it's just kind of like, hey, dude, wrestling's cool, but <laughs> you, you know, yeah. you would get those kinds of people, and um, it's it's kind of uh, easy to like get peer pressured out of something that's lost its spark like that. But I'm really happy to see that uh, it's slowly making a comeback. Yeah, man, you are right. I think that that is true. There was a point where, uh, you know, people would be like, oh, you watch that fake shit? And I'd be like, yeah, I watched that fake shit. Well, actually, yeah. I was a kid. I was like, that shit's fake? And I'd be like, fuck. It's still rid of me, even... damn it. It's still rid of me, damn it. <laughs> nah, even after I found out it was fake, I was like, makes sense, makes sense. These storylines are kind of uh, overboard. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Nah, it, it's all for entertainment, man. Honestly, like, I know it's uh, choreographed. I know it's the it's predetermined. But at the end of the day, dude, it, it, it's, it's it entertainment. entertains me. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not trying to get, like, 
you know, call out like boxing or UFC fans. I, I watch, I watch that, you know. Oh hell but yeah! Dude. For me, I, if I, I paid UFC. like, yeah, if I paid like sixty bucks for a pay per view for UFC and like, it's a hit or miss sometimes, you know. Sometimes the, I mean, obviously with wrestling, same thing, right? But at yeah. least with wrestling, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. As towards UFC, I'm like, damn, I could either see a really good fight, a two second knockout, or a five minute round, five uh, five round fight where nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, where where they're just like feeling each other out, and that's that's it. And yeah, it's kind of like, oh okay. Yeah, and you know, like if you're a real UFC fan, you love all that technical shit, you know, like the ground game and shit like that. But man, yeah. I remember I used to watch UFC pay-per-views and people would like boo with that shit. And I'm like, man, you guys aren't real fans. You just want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, just comparing the two, like, you know, but WWE and, I, I, you know, AEW and wrestling in general, I'm entertained, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it's crazy that these, uh, you know, athletes are putting like their bodies on line for our entertainment you know <laughs> so sometimes yeah. it mind boggles me still you know uh but it's cool you know i've uh i love wrestling um but yeah man it's something that's been around it's something that's still gonna be around and i'm glad that like you said that it's kind of you know coming back up again you know with aew now i think it was good that they came out it's more competition now for wwe even though like maybe ratings rise it doesn't look like it but you know actual wrestling fans i've made their voices heard you know yeah absolutely well all right man well let's get into some wrestling news that's been going on uh the first thing we can talk about is uh probably one of the bigger news um that's been going around in the wrestling world is that uh brock lesnar is now a free agent um, I guess his contract had, has expired with WWE, and I knew prior to this that he wasn't going to resign. Apparently, I don't know why. Uh, I know that there was like, I think some issues that he had with people backstage, which I'm not surprised. I mean, it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Like, say what you want about the guy, right? I mean, uh, you know, he, he's he seems like a pretty cool dude, but uh, I've heard a lot of stories where he could be a dick. Um, maybe because he knows who he is, he has his name, you know, and he know he can he knows what he has, and he can, yeah. he he had Vince McMahon by his by a string, you know. So I don't know what happened, but uh, he's gone now, and now it's like, what is he gonna do? Does he still want to be a wrestler? I don't think he does. It just never seemed like his heart was in it. It seemed like he was just there for a paycheck. Yeah. Um. But, you know, what, what are your thoughts, Joey? Would you want to see Brock Lesnar go to AEW or some kind of wrestling promotion? Or do you think maybe Brock Lesnar just call it a day and be like, you know what? You left your mark on the world. You know, you can go chill out. Um, I would not like to see him in AEW. I don't know what he has to offer to AEW besides him just being a brand name they can, like, rake in, like, ratings. Um, but it depends on what he wants to do and like like you said it doesn't seem like his heart is in wrestling so like if it's not in wrestling then like just retire um and i don't mean that to be like a dick of like like oh please retire like nah dude like if you want to go like to like new japan or like go to a different promotion and like you know like do the best that you can do I mean, by all means, like, you're a star. You you are able to do that. But if 
if you have nothing better to offer, um, then, you know, just hang up your boots. Um, you already made your millions. You can retire and chill out, to be real with you. Um, yeah. Unless he wants to go back to, like, UFC or, like, do something else with his life. Um, but as far as, like, AW is concerned, um, I, I don't think that'd be a great investment in their part. I don't think so either. I think if they did do it, it'd obviously be for his name and to try to get some ratings here and there. Um, I don't think they need him. They already have a lot of... Honestly, they have a lot of big guys out there that they need to like establish already. Yep. So if you bring him on here, he's just going to squash that, you know. And uh, he's 43 already. So, you know... Uh, pff, oh, man, I mean, he could go back to UFC. I know... Uh, John Jones, if anybody knows UFC, uh, John Jones, he uh, former light heavyweight champion, is moving up to heavyweight and called out Brock Lesnar on Twitter. Said, "I'll beat your ass too." So uh, I don't know if that can happen. Uh, if he wants to, you know, go ahead. You know, I mean, he did pretty good in UFC. A lot of, if anybody, he's one of the very few. Um, well, he did start off in wrestling. Right, in college wrestling. But he went to WWE, and then he went to UFC. And a lot yeah. of people have tried going from WWE to, Uf to like, mixed martial arts, right? But never really made it big in MMA. Like, I know Jack Hagar has been there. Batista tried it out. Bobby Lashley. Apparently, they all did good, right? But did they really do good to, to the point where, like, I didn't really know about this shit, you know? Like, where everybody in the world didn't really know that they did that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar's the only one that, like, he was in UFC like one of the major MMA promotions and you know became a household name and stuff so he could go back to do that if he wants to I know the last time though he did it he like failed like a drug test and um, I don't know what it was from you know I don't know uh, it, I don't know he was, I don't know I don't think he takes steroids yeah, when you look at Brock Lesnar his body type it doesn't look like that it looks like a uh, normal body honestly <laughs> yeah so I wouldn't call it normal but well, not normal, but, <laughs> um, you know, I don't think, uh, but I, I think he could go back to UFC if he wanted to, but if he does, he needs to do it now, because he's 43, and I don't know if, maybe 43, that's not that bad, right, but uh, your body starts to take a toll on you, you know, after that. Um, yeah. But I would say the safest thing would be to, you know, do wrestling if he wants to do anything at his age, you know, so... I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, I don't think he would do wrestling. I think WWE is the only place he would go to because WWE is the only place that would pay him the ridiculous amounts of money he would want. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's it's a weird situation. It was just something that was, uh, you know, I guess honestly because it's been so long, you know, since Brock Lesnar has you know been in wrestling ever since he came back in. When was it? 2012, I think, right? I think it was yeah. 2012, yeah. 2012. So, you know, he's been around for a while, but, you know, the whole part-time thing kind of got annoying for a while, and, uh, yeah, everybody just got tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's about it for uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens in his... Uh, future endeavors uh not sure what's gonna happen to him but uh what else is going on in the wrestling world we got a lot of stuff going on we got some stuff going on in uh let's talk a little bit about wwe now when i talk when i say wwe i mean like main roster raw smackdown 
know NXT is a, a third brand, but you know, Raw and SmackDown are, are affiliated together and NXT is its own shit. So um, let's get down to the main thing that's happened. Roman Reigns is back. Um, you know, in Michael Cole's famous words, the big dog. The big dog. Um, hate that shit, man. <laughs> so Roman Reigns is back. Uh, no surprise, he got a title opportunity right off the bat. Uh, was in that triple threat match at Payback this past Sunday against The Fiend, who was the champ, take and Braun Strowman. Uh, but it was very interesting because he didn't show up at all in the beginning of the match when I was watching it. It was just The Fiend against Strowman. And, uh, you know, I don't know why, Joey. I saw it coming, and I was like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. I don't know if you saw, but Strowman and uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, with oh, the yeah, Fiend, they, they, uh, they broke yeah. the ring. <laughs> yep. I was they like, fell. why? Like, I, whenever they were going up the top rope, and I was like, oh, God, don't tell me it's going to break. And then it broke, and I was like, why? There's no fans out there. Like, <laughs> this, this just feels like such a wasted opportunity. Like, It's not even I mean, an opportunity at this point. It's just overused. It's really overused, man. Like, it's something that you should probably only do not every year, but maybe every, like, five years or something, you know? Like, when that shit first happened with, like, Big Show and Brock Lesnar, dude, that shit was probably the craziest shit ever. And then I don't think they ever did it again until Mark Henry took on Big Show, I think, at, like, Vengeance. And I don't know if you were there or not. Were you there at that one or somebody was? I can't remember. When... No, it was uh, my uh, our friend Rudy Panyawa. He was at Vengeance when it happened, when uh, Mark Henry and Big Show broke the ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the second time it ever happened. But then after that, yeah, they kept doing it like every so often where it was like, damn, this feels like it just happened, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of that- mad when they did that, but, you know, it happened. Um, And then when that happened, though, Roman Reigns, uh, you know, his music hit. And, you know, I was kind of waiting for him to come out because I was like, maybe they'll change his song, you know, because he when he first came out at SummerSlam, his song didn't come out, you know, mm-hmm. and the little bits he came out here and there for Ron Smackdown, and, you know, his music didn't come out. So I was like, maybe his music is going to change, you know, maybe this is this is the time he's going to change. But then his music hit and I was like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, he came out, he, uh, you know, he uh, beat up Strowman and The Fiend, won the title, and now he's the new Blue Universal title uh, champ. So, what is your thoughts on Roman Reigns, Joey? Um, uh, What do you expect for them to do with him going forward now that he's back? You know, he did take some time off because of the whole corona shit, but it seems like he's at an okay stance with the company and how they're handling shit, so now he's back. Um, what are your thoughts, man? How do you think this is going to play out? And, you know, yeah. Um, to me, it was obvious that they were going to give him the title back. I'm not necessarily happy with that. But at the same time, it's like, it's Roman Reigns. You know, you don't need an explanation <laughs> yeah. anymore at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, poor, they, they, they wronged my boy again. Poor, poor Bray Wyatt. They've wronged him so many times. I, I just hope he just doesn't resign whenever his contract comes up. He should, he should just... He's such a big name now. He should just go somewhere else. They're not going to do him any justice in WWE. Um, as far as Roman Reigns... Um, 
he's getting the title. We all knew that was going to happen. Whoever did not expect that to happen, I don't know. should probably go to the doctor because you probably have something wrong with you. <laughs> um, with that said, I like that they're teaming him up with Paul Heyman. Um, it's a smart move to turn him heel. Though yeah. they sh- they should just change his gear, his music. He should just like be completely revamped to have a, a new, fresh character. Yeah, man, it's true, and it's honestly the perfect time to do it right now because there's no fans or anything like that, you know. And uh, I don't know, it's a perfect opportunity. You could probably turn around his character, and everybody could like him, you know, instead of the people that do like him for reasons I do not know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. he's not bad. He's never been bad. Even when he first started off with the Shield, I thought he was pretty cool, right? And you know, he had that whole spiel when he first had when he first came in the Royal Rumble and shit. Uh, the year Batista won, I believe. Like, dude, people were going crazy for Roman Reigns. I was like, holy shit! You put that yeah. video on towards the video at, at WrestleMania 32. Big difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, it just it just didn't work out. You know, so uh, hopefully this will be uh, a chance to revamp his career, uh, you know, as his character and shit. Uh, yeah. It'd be pretty cool. But uh, I just have to wait and see. Uh, you know, I- I'm a nice guy. I don't lose hope on people. Um, I feel like I've always said if you do a gimmick change, you could probably change your whole career for the better for the better. So or worse, um, you know, it, or worse. It, it, that it is true. Either way. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we'll just have to wait and see what happens, man. Um, well, that's been go- that's what's been going on with the main, uh, you know, roster. I know Drew McIntyre is still the WWE champ. Uh, I'm happy for him. I do like him as champ. Uh, but apparently, you know, Randy Orton knocked him so hard that he uh, fractured his skull. Uh, that's not kayfabe. I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was about I don't know. to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Apparently, that when he kicked McIntyre for that apparent skull fracture that he missed, like, really bad um, when it was live. I know, like, when you see it now, obviously, they changed, like, the camera angles. Obviously, they edited everything. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, one of the young bucks, I think it was Matt Jackson, had called Randy Orton out on it. He was like, oh, cool move, man, but uh, you missed him. And it yeah. was kind of a shot at him. Uh, actually, Orton had tweeted uh, Matt Jackson, I think, like, what, three weeks ago, where they did a move, and I guess, like, they kind of didn't really hit anybody, but I don't know. I remember watching that. I was like, oh, they hit him on the top, but, like, not fully. But, you yeah. know, he called them out on it, saying, like, oh, cool move, man. That was a cool flip, but uh, I think you missed him. So, nice, nice comeback, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the whole thing with Randy right now, I think it's okay. I know he's, like, one of their big stars. Uh, one of the last guys, you know, that's still around, you know? From, like, yeah. the Ruthless Aggression era. And I-, I like Randy. You know, I have no problem with Randy. It's just sometimes I don't... I think the way they used him sometimes was not the best. Uh, but I don't mind him where he's at right now. But uh, I don't want him as champ. <laughs> so... And I'm pretty sure they wanted to make him champ. I'm surprised he actually didn't win at SummerSlam. I thought he was going to win at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. I thought so, so too. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. You know, it, it could be because, you know, who knows what would have happened if Edge didn't get hurt, you know? Yeah. Because they probably would have fought again. So, who knows what would have happened. I think 
Edge being hurt kind of just, you know, put Orton at a weird spot for the company. And they're just like, you know what? Let's just uh, let's build the shit out of Randy right now. You know, so um, he's had a feud with McIntyre and uh, he he lost at SummerSlam to McIntyre. And uh, yeah, whenever he like apparently broke McIntyre's head, uh, you know, Keith Lee had came up from NXT last Monday and challenged Randy Orton to a fight. And, uh, you know, he beat him at Payback, which was, I was very surprised. Um, I like Keith Lee, but, you know, I just, you know, after Randy Orton had lost his SummerSlam, I was like, all right, they'll probably give him a little pick-me-up and, you know, probably let him beat Keith Lee and they'll fight again. But, ah, Keith Lee won clean. I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what's been going on with that. Um... I don't know what's going to happen in the future, you know, with both titles. Uh, I know there's going to be a draft coming up, so that's kind of exciting. Is it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. all the time, dude. Yeah. The only thing I do know for sure is that NXT is going to be a part of the draft, which they've never really been a part of. Um, yeah. You know, so they could probably take some, you know, stars from Raw and SmackDown, and that'd be pretty cool, you know. I'd like to see some uh, people that are on Raw and SmackDown uh, in NXT or go back to NXT. So it should be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. But on that NXT note, a little something that's been going off NXT. um, If everybody knows Karrion Cross, who's formerly known as Killer Cross, who was on Impact, is now a part of NXT. He was getting a really big push. He had fought Keith Lee at TakeOver 30 for the NXT title and beat Keith Lee. Um, it was very surprising, uh, but then not too surprising when I saw Keith Lee show up on Raw. <laughs> so, and um, Karrion Cross became champ. He has a cool gimmick. I liked his character. I liked how all of his promos were going so far. I think the sky was the limit for this guy. Uh, but unfortunate things happen in the wrestling world and injuries do happen and uh, in the unsettling of times and he separated his shoulder during that NXT title match and uh, you know I don't know if he had said anything to the ref when it happened or not uh, because uh, if, if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong but I remember when Andrade had fought in Drew McIntyre for an NXT title um, yeah. Drew McIntyre had hurt, had, you know, he hurt his shoulder as well during that match. And I think they did an audible to where they let Andrade win. So yeah. I don't know what was going to happen with this. I think, you know, Keith Lee going up to the main roster, it just, you know, was like, we'll just, you know, we'll let Karrion Cross still win because Keith Lee still has to move up. So, you know, Karrion Cross won. And the next NXT, which was last week, he relinquished the title. So now it's kind of like, damn, we kind of got to start all over for NXT again. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so they had a fatal four-way Iron Man match, though, to crown that new champ. And it was consisted of Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who just recently came back, uh, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole, the former NXT champ. So... Um, I know what happens in this match, but I just wanted to get your quick opinion, Joy. Out of all those four, who would you have wanted to see maybe carry the NXT title? Mm. That's a hard one, dude. I would have probably, probably just gone back with Adam Cole, to be real with you. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, it's kind of hard because all four of these guys are pretty good. And I believe they've all held the NXT title except Balor. Uh, but they're all pretty good. And they can all hold the title pretty good. So it, for me, it was hard too. Uh, I, I was kind of on your boat. I was like, just give it back to Adam Cole. He was doing fine with it, you know. Yeah, and there was no reason. It, uh, I mean, yeah, like he was like there's he was supposed to like if he was gonna go up to the main roster, then I get then I get it. But like, if not, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Um, I feel kind of dirty that Keith Lee beat Adam Cole and then lost and then moved up. It was kind of like, oh, well, before you move up, we want to make you champ uh, just because, you know? And it's yeah. like, nothing to take away from Keith Lee. I love that guy, you know? Texas, oh, yeah. man, represent. But there's been so many other wrestlers that have been on NXT that never went without a title, you know? Like Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle should have gotten an NXT title, and he never yeah. did. Um there's been a lot, lots of other guys that never got an NXT, you know, title uh, before moving up to the main roster, you know. So I don't know. To me, it was like it was unnecessary for Keith Lee to win it. If anything, they should have just let Adam Cole win the NXT title and the North American title and go from there, because it just didn't make sense for me to for Keith Lee to win it and just for him to lose it. Yeah. The very next few weeks. So, um. Very strange, but hey, you know, uh, maybe they knew what they were doing. I don't know. Uh, we're here now, so... Um, I mean, you say that about WWE, but like, <laughs> do they? Nah, man, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's always changing, man, shit. Uh, but you know, it's NXT, so it's like, I don't know, sometimes it's a little surprising You expect more from me. NXT. I man. expect you're, more you're from right. NXT. I'm like, Trips, what's going on, Trips? Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, a great Fatal Four match. I just I saw it yesterday. It was pretty good. Um, it was actually really long. You know, I was like, damn, they're really gonna wrestle for an hour. Like, fuck. <laughs> but it yeah. was pretty good. The, you know, having those four guys in there, it worked. And um, I was kind of leaning towards Finn Balor only because uh, I think he should have something. You know, he's been beating a lot of people. I thought he should have been the North American champ, but. Uh, that didn't happen, so I thought, well, maybe he'll become the NXT champ. But uh, it was a really tough match, very back and forth to all the competitors. They each got one fall, and towards the end, Finn Balor picked up a second fall. And I, when I say seconds, Joy, I mean like it was maybe like 15 seconds left, and Adam Cole came in and stole and stole a pin like literally when they counted like one two three like the one second was there still <laughs> damn like they they really melted it you know and it was kind of close i was like oh shit like it looked like they weren't gonna get it. i was like oh fuck and um yeah what happened what i ended up ended up happening was there was a draw so it was between adam cole finn balor uh, William Regal, you know, came out, and I hadn't really seen William Regal in forever. He's usually on, like, a Skype machine or something, so it was exciting to see him. He came out, very ferocious, was like, you, you, stop what? it. <laughs> and um, he told him, they to he told them that they were going to fight next week to crown the new NXT champion. So my question to you, Joey, is who would you be going for, Adam Cole or Finn Balor? Uh, I really, to be honest, I'd probably just give it to Finn Balor because 
as much as I want them to give it back to Adam Cole, um, it at least to me it it, w it would feel weird to just be like, well, we'll just like backtrack and just put it back on on Cole. As much as I want that to happen, so I feel like we need a new fresh champ champion, and that would be uh, Finn. Yeah, man, I feel you on that. Uh, as much as I love Adam Cole, maybe it's time for him to do something else. Uh, I don't know if they would move uh, Undisputed Era up to the main roster or not just yet. Uh, it's got to happen at some point. You know, if we've had conversations you and me before, where like, dude, it's been like four or five years, man. <laughs> like, it's yeah. probably time. So, um, I like what he's been doing so far. He's different from what he was with the main roster, which I did not like what they did with him towards the end. So uh, I like his character now, and I, it gives me those New Japan vibes when he was part of Bullet Club, you know? Not so much, but, you know, just a little glimpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. So, yeah, man, should be exciting, you know, for next week. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, uh Hopefully, it'll be a great match, which uh, I'm pretty sure it will be. <laughs> Hopefully so, dude. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, let's get down to business, man. Let's get down to AEW All Out, which is this Saturday, um, pay-per-view, uh, which is going to be either... I don't know where you can get it on pay-per-view. Um, I usually just get it on Bleacher Report, so um, should be great. Uh, it's been a while since they've had like a pay-per-view pay-per-view I think their last pay-per-view was Revolution back in like February shit it's a long time Damn, it's a while yeah I mean you know they had Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen but they were like TV events so I didn't really consider those like pay-per-views you know yeah um uh, well, obviously, there is a Dynamite uh, today while we're recording this Wednesday, but uh, I looked it up. The, seems like the card's going to stay the same for All Out, so that's why I was like, let's just make predictions right now, man. Uh, I know there's one match in particular that's important tonight on Dynamite that's going to affect what's going to happen on AEW All Out, uh, but we'll get to that right now because it's actually the first match they have for us on the card for, a for All Out, which is... Tonight on AEW, there will be a match between Private Party teaming up with SoCal Uncensored taking on Jurassic Express teaming up with the Young Bucks. And the winning team um, will face each other at All Out. So, for example, if Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks win, uh, Jurassic Express will be taking on the Young Bucks at All Out. So, kind of interesting. That's pretty cool, you know, teaming up with uh, your enemy that could be your opponent. Uh, pretty interesting. I like that. Um, mm -hmm. So, I guess let's make this prediction. Um, if I guess we're going to have to make like two predictions, <laughs> you know, just in case. Uh, so, let's say if Private Party and SoCal Uncensored win uh, tonight... Who would you be picking for at All Out? Private Party or SoCal Uncensored? Private Party. Nice, nice. And and is there a reason to why? Uh, I just like them what they're doing. So um, hopefully they get to show a little bit more of what they got. 
I totally agree. I like Private Party. They're a really great team. They're high flyers. They have that uh, glimpse of like Hardy Boys mixed with uh, I I don't know some new school shit. You know, uh, yeah. I know a lot of they get compared to the Street Profits a lot, <laughs> but uh, I don't really see that because I think Private Party's uh, wrestling style is a lot different from the Street Profits. Um, and if I honestly had to pick a team between them, I think I'd lean towards Private Party. <laughs> but yeah. they're fun. They're a bunch of fun guys, and I like what they're doing. So I think I would pick Private Party over SoCal Uncensored too. Not to take anything away from SoCal Uncensored. They are the first AEW Tag Team Champions. But I just think Private Party maybe needs that more of a push right now. Well, let's say... Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks win tonight, and they would face that all out. Who do you got on that one? Do you have Jurassic Express or do you have the Young Bucks? That's a hard one for me. Um. Joey's like, fuck. I really want Jurassic Express to win it, but I think I'm going for the Young Bucks on this one. I feel you on that, man. Um, I do like Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks. Uh, I met the Young Bucks. I took a picture with them. It was hot as fuck. But Jurassic Express, they're a fun team, man. And uh, before all this whole COVID shit happened, you could tell that they were going to be a crowd favorite especially for like the kids and shit um mm-hmm. and they're really good you know with jungle boy and uh, luchasaurus and marco stunt they're a really good team together and i think they will eventually become tag team champs in the future um i just don't know if it's now or not um the taking on the young bucks would be a big test for them but the young bucks they're just on another level man they're like they're up there, man. As you could say, they're the best tag team in the world right now. Um, they've been doing it for years. They're great. Uh, they never miss a beat. But uh, if you had to tell me to pick Jurassic Express or the Young Bucks, oh, I would want to pick the Young Bucks because I feel like whoever's going to win this uh, tag team match at All Out is going to get like a tag team championship match. Um, and you know I'd like to see the Young Bucks get a title shot but I'm gonna pick Jurassic Express cause I think they will give them a tag team title shot mm-hmm. um, and the Young Bucks will you know they got a lot of stuff they can go to they can either go take on the Dark Order they can uh, you know I know they got that whole thing going on with Adam Page um, I just don't know but I think Jurassic Express would steal a victory from the Young Bucks if they do fight at all out but hmm. if private party and soul cow face each other off i i will private party all the way gotcha should be interesting man we'll, we'll just have to wait and see the next match they have for us is an interesting match joey i'm not sure i haven't read up into the rules of this match but it's uh matthew hardy taking on mr sammy garvara in a broken rules match does that ring any bells to you because i don't know what that means <laughs> i have no idea what that means to you. <laughs> that's that seems great that seems like a mad hardy 
uh, style match. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that means, man. Broken rules. What does that mean? <laughs> like, obviously, it's got to be no DQ, but shit. <laughs> I have no um, idea. I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's been a crazy storyline with Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. I do like Sammy Guevara a lot. He had all that whole spiel he had to deal with, um, which he's that's been taken care of. And Matt Hardy, you know, has been trying to find his way in AEW. I did hear uh, something about Matt Hardy with his broken gimmick. And he uh, has said that he doesn't want to do the broken gimmick right now because he feels like uh, with no crowds, it works better with a crowd. And uh, he feels like it feeds off, the broken gimmick feeds off the fans. And there's a lot of catchphrases that he says that the fans are supposed to say too, you know, and that's kind of hard to like, you know, do now. So he kind of just said, you know, I'm just going to be Matt Hardy right now, which is not bad. You know, I like Matt Hardy. I think everybody likes Matt Hardy. So um, it's been a strange uh, rivalry between these two. Something very recent happened that was uh, not scripted. And uh, it made it look better, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> We're talking about mm-hmm. the infamous chair shot that Sammy Guevara uh, threw. Not a steel chair, but one of those... I don't know how to describe them, man. Like, not reg- not normal foldable chairs. You know, they're kind of harder, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he threw the chair at him. He couldn't find the steel chair that they provided for him then. <laughs> put aside and he ended up grabbing one of these funky wonky chairs and threw it at Matt Hardy's head and it busted him open man pretty bad oh um, yeah dude I saw it that. was really bad dude but honestly like it looked pretty good like wrestling story wise <laughs> I was like oh shit like this kid's serious you know so mm-hmm. this whole match that they're having at All Out it's been a long time coming I'm excited for it I want to see what happens I'm interested to see this broken rules match, but my question to you, Joey, is who comes out on top in this uh, match, man? I want to give this to Sammy Guevara and have him completely break down Matt. I feel that Matt is going to go through another, like, break. So... Having him lose will, like, just, like, pull him all the way down to, like, shoot him up for whenever whatever next gimmick he's pro- probably planning, whatever his next idea is. I like that, man. I like that. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you and pick Sammy Guevara as well, uh, as much as I like Matt Hardy, and it seems like story-wise Matt Hardy should win this. I think they're going to give it to Sammy uh, before... You know, Sammy take, took that little short break. Uh, they were pushing him. And it seemed like they were trying to get him away from the inner circle. Maybe try to make him his own guy. Or like you had told me before, maybe Sammy takes over the inner circle. I don't know. But I know they're really high on this guy right now. And I think him taking a win over Matt Hardy, it's going to help him a lot going forward with his push. So I think Sammy Guevara takes the win. But it should be a fun match. It should be. Yeah, I I love the way he took that uh, twist of fate on the chair last dude, week. Dude, that was really dude. I thought he almost died. Like Danny was looking at me and she, and she was like, "They killed him." She sounded like Jr. They killed him, damn it. <laughs> Granted, Jeff Hardy sold it better. 
Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Plus brothers. <laughs> oh man. Well, the next match I got for you, Joey, is the Dark Order, and it doesn't say who, but uh, I can probably guess as to who's going to wrestle for the Dark Order. But uh, they're taking on uh, Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder, Scorpio Sky. And the Natural Nightmares, consisting of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Um, so yeah, man, what, what do you think is going to happen? I know they've had the storyline going on with the Dark Order trying to take over, uh, which uh, has been a long time coming. They've been trying to uh, build up the Dark Order for a long time. And I think now it's getting there, man. I think fans are trying to uh, starting to feel for this now and starting to like it a little bit more you know when it first started everybody was like what the fuck is this but now it's kind of like oh the dark order you know and they've made it work for me especially when i'm being the elite and they come out i'm not gonna lie man they make me laugh so hard (laughs) oh yeah so so i don't know who's gonna be fighting for the dark order it looks like it's a four and four probably see evo uno Stu grayson and uh Maybe Alex Reynolds and, uh, damn, what's that other guy's name? Shit. Can't remember his name. <laughs> but, John Silver? Uh, John Silver. There you go, man. Yeah, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Those four will probably wrestle against Matt Cardona, Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. But we'll see what happens. Who knows? Uh, but my question to you, Joey, again, is who do you have in this one, man? Do you got the Dark Order or do you have this uh, tag team of Matt Cardona, Sky, and the Natural Nightmares? Oh. Dark Order, for, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, why is that, man? Do you think they're just too hot right now? Yeah, they're uh, they're hot right now. They've uh, been racking up the victories. They're high off of uh, Brody Lee's uh, title win, so no, they they just gotta keep winning, gotta keep ro- steamrolling. Yeah, man, I totally agree with you. I think uh, right now is uh, there's no error for the Dark Order right now. It just seems like everything's falling into place for them. Um, so, yeah, I think they should pick up this win. Uh, I am excited, though, to see Mark Cardona wrestle. I need to see him wrestle more, I feel. And uh, this will be a good time to see him wrestle more. And uh, Scorpio Sky, you know, coming out, you know, uh, on his own. I think that's something that they're trying to push a lot. Which is something I wouldn't mind seeing. You know, Scorpio Sky is a really great wrestler. He can be good on his own. He's just, uh, you know, he's a part of SoCal Uncensored. Um, yeah. Very interesting to see. But I do think Dark Order takes the victory. And uh, it should be a good match. You know, AEW is pretty good with their uh, eight-man tag matches and shit. You know, not like WWE where it's like very bland. <laughs> I guess you could say, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get that. Uh, but yeah, man, should be a fun match. Um, now, the next match we've got is a very interesting match. It is a 21, not 20 or 22, but a 21-man casino battle royal for an AEW championship opportunity. Uh, I'm not really sure who's in this rumble. I know a few. Uh, or battle royal, my bad. Um, I know Lance Archer's in it. Uh, Ricky Starks. Brian Cage. Uh, Darby Allen, and I'm not sure if who else is in it. Maybe we'll find out more later on. But is there anyone in particular out of like the AEW roster right now that you would think would come in to win this battle royal, or do you think it would be one of the guys they highlighted last week, like Cage, Darby, or um, 
Lance. Um, I feel that they might bring in a new talent. Ooh, I didn't even think about that, dude. <laughs> and I should have. <laughs> Is there anyone in particular that you've been hearing of, like a free agent or something that could come out? No, uh, not in particular. Though my my guess would be it'd be somebody that they're secretly bringing in. Though That's I don't true, know who yeah. that would. I don't know who that would be. Same. I, I wouldn't know who it would be, man. Because um, WWE well, hasn't released any like big names recently. I know, like Rusev. He like said he was done with wrestling. Um, he did say that, but it could be a work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. Nah, I think he's uh, done for a while. I don't know. Uh, my second option would probably have to be uh, Eddie Kingston. Dude, I was I'm looking at the roster right now, and he's the first. He, I just passed him up, and I was like, ah, shit. You know what? He could win. <laughs> He's good, he could dude. be He's right, good. man. He is good. I'm sad. I'm happy he signed with them. He's managing the Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade. I'm not sure if they're gonna come up. They are gonna come up with a faction. I just don't know uh, what their name would be yet. So, um, um, very mm-hmm. interesting to see. Uh, I like these battle royals uh, mostly because like battle royals are fun. You know, you never know yeah. who's gonna win. Um, you know, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at the roster and stuff. Shit, man. I don't know who would win, but I could tell. I'll give you two guesses as well. Uh, I don't. You know, maybe you're right. It probably will be somebody that they just signed. Uh, you know, a surprise entrant. But if it's not a surprise entrant, um, I think it's going to be between. I feel. I think it's going to be between either uh, Lance Archer or Darby Allen. And I say that because I think Darby Allen is going to take out Brian Cage in that match. And, uh, you know, that's how Darby Allen will win. But I see Darby Allen not winning as well because uh, Taz hates him and will probably let Starks and Cage beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Um Lance Archer, though, I would like to see him win because, you know, he had that big run, like, whole run towards that TNT title where he lost. And he had a lot of momentum going. So I wouldn't mind seeing him getting the championship match, you know, for the AEW or TNT shit, you know. Don't matter to me. Uh, But those are my picks. I'm going to go with either Lance Archer or Darby Allin. And if not, it's probably going to be your pick, the uh, mystery opponent. (laughs) CM Punk, dude. Dude, don't even, dude. Don't even start. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to happen, man. You know, I was hearing stories about that, and apparently that he wanted, like, a lot of money for uh, AEW. But at the end of the day, though, I'm like, you know what, though? It's CM Punk. Like, you're going to get ratings no matter what you say, you know? Yeah, no. He knows his worth. You know, he knows his name. He knows that, you know, he brought a lot of people back to the wrestling world so he's gonna oh yeah no of course and it's like shit dude like 
AEW has a lot of money. Be- I, I don't want to say like they have unlimited money, but like they have a lot of money behind them. So <laughs> yeah. it's like if they really wanted CM Punk, they could really get CM Punk. Yeah, they could. Um, but yeah, we'll just wait and see, man. I like AEW and like they've been doing a pretty good good job of bringing in people. So it'll be exciting to see. Maybe John Cena. Um, Shit, dude, the doctor of Thugonomics, dude. Is he still under contract? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, never mind. He's part time. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It seems like he's like really like pushed his way out of there. You know, he's one, he's one of the guys though that's like, you know, if I'm done, I'm done. You know, I think he's done so much and he's accomplished so much that he really cares about the business to where he's like, I want these young guys to flourish and shit. It's something yeah. I noticed when he like was towards his end of his run. I mean, let's be honest, he buried a lot of people, right? But oh, yeah. towards the end there, he wanted to work with all these young guys and he put them over. So, you know, I give him props for that shit. Um, but shit, it would be badass to see him in AEW, right? Because you say what you want about the guy, he could carry a match and put on a good match, man. Here's my, my current dream match right now. Tell me. And this is for the AEW Championship. All right. Next year. John Cena versus MJF. Dude, that'd be hot, man. The ultimate face versus the ultimate heel. Dude, I like it, man. I like it. And, you know, uh, I hope John, like, really thinks about it. You know, like, he can pull in AJ Styles. Like, AJ Styles was the indies forever. And then he went to WWE. And it looks like he says he wants to finish it with WWE. And that's fine. John Cena, you've been in WWE. And you did everything. Like, nothing's ever going to replace your legacy there. You can go do something else if you wanted to, man. You have that name. You're an actor now. And people, you're coming out and shit. You don't need the WWE anymore backing you up and shit, you know? If you did decide to go, you know, AEW if you wanted to. Yeah. And, uh... um... I've been telling Jared, and I've been telling everybody, <laughs> MJF is the future. He Dude, is yeah, the complete opposite of what John Cena was in the John Cena era. It's very true. It's and very I feel true, like he's, he's going to be a great heel. He's going to be like the heel of the generation. Oh, yeah. I think he's uh, putting a stamp on the heel mark and... Uh, Thing, uh, making a a blueprint of how to become a heel in this day and age, you know, because there's a lot of people that can't do it, but this guy, he's making an example of uh, what a heel really is, and I like it. I like it, man. You know. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens in that battle royal. Should be exciting. Uh, the next match we got is the AEW Women's Championship match with Hikaru Shida taking on the nwa women's champion thunder rosa and pretty cool i like this crossover that they're doing with nwa uh, mostly because uh i know that nwa like they're they're not showing anything right now and i know billy corgan was all for working for it with AEW, and i think it's smart and i think it's going to be cool to see a champion versus champion you know yeah um so my thing is though like do you think Thunder Rosa will upset Hikaru Shida and you know for the title or do you think that this is just uh what you could say a dream match 
from two promotions uh, working together? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one and say that um, there is going to be an upset. Yeah. And it would be great for both promotions to have uh, one person sharing both belts and uh, representing both companies. Dude, that's true, man. That'd be pretty hot, man. Um, I would like to see that. Uh, I have this thing where it could be like, I don't know, right? I'm not sure where NWA stance is right now, if they're going to come back and start showing some wrestling shows or what. Uh, but, you know, you could potentially have an AEW versus NWA situation, you know. Uh, not forever, just for a small bit, you know. Uh kind of like their own Survivor Series. I don't know. I think that would be cool, right? This could be the start of it. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, you could easily, you know, like, because you already have, like, the the other guys that are already in AEW, like, cementing themselves in the roster just kind of like randomly turn on their their new allies and side with uh you know the this other promotion that's coming in yeah yeah I, I think it'd be pretty cool if they did it around survivor series you know just to kind of like you know hey uh we can do a better uh survivor series type match <laughs> if we wanted to <laughs> yeah um, yeah, and uh, it would be smart for like Billy Corgan to like maybe try to cut a deal, uh, not necessarily use AEW's arena, but because they're in they're in a stadium, they yep. could uh, maybe use uh, the opposite half of that stadium to set up another ring where like they could uh, record uh, NWA their promotion. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, you know, because. Uh, I think NWA is totally different from AEW because NWA likes to do that old school style wrestling, which is fine. I think that's great. I think there needs to be a place for that because there's still a lot of people that appreciate um, the older style of wrestling, you know, the craft of it. And that's what NWA really does. Not saying that AEW doesn't. It's just AEW knows uh, what the fans want out of wrestling now because it's evolved so much you know yeah so and uh, i think it I mean, would be great yeah that's a good idea man yeah and i mean you could have like wrestlers like showing up you know on a different show and it it, it would be amazing to see you know like ftr showing up you know on a and nwa yeah that would yeah. be hot because they are that would be perfect for them you know um so yeah, man. Ah, shit, Joey. You know, like I kind of want to pick Thunder Rosa too. Um, I'm gonna pick Hikaru Shida. Uh, I would like that's, to see Thunder Rosa win, but I'm gonna go with the safe choice. <laughs> yeah, that that's a very safe. That's super safe, and I cannot yeah. blame you. It's like I said, I'm like sticking my neck out on this one, and I'm pretty sure that I'm gonna end up uh, paying for that. All right, man. Well, remember, man, we're going to be playing for picks, and we're going to be playing for that new AEW title, man. I know. <laughs> All right, man. Well, the next match we got, we got three more matches to talk about, but the third match we're going to talk about is the AEW Tag Team Championship match, which is Kenny Omega and Adam Page, the champions, taking on your boys, FTR. Now, I don't think I need to ask you who you're going to pick. But who are you, you going to pick, man? No. <laughs> you already know. 
there now. And actually, I'm going to take out my little journal here. Because uh, I don't know if you know that I play that uh, wrestling booking game called TEW 2020. Yeah, yeah. And I've downloaded some real world mods. And I am actually booking this event myself. Oh, no and shit. <laughs> one of the biggest angles of this show would be Hangman Page just letting them win. Dude, okay, so it's funny you said that because I had that image in my head ever since last week when Adam Page like kind of like turned on the elite. I had that scenario where Adam Page would just, they'd have the match, right? And he would just straight up like attack Kenny and give him that, uh, you know, that lariat and FTR would just win and boom, that's it. I, I had that same picture in my head, dude. <laughs> yep. That, I, I hope that happens. I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm going with you, too. I'm picking FTR. It just seems like the seeds have been planted. Tully Blanchard's managing them. He's managing Sean Spears. It seems like they're trying to recruit people to make a faction, you know? Uh, and that faction is going to be hot as fuck, dude. Uh, Tully Blanchard, you know, former four horseman. And, you know, making this faction with... Uh, I like Sean Spears. I think he needs to do more. But I think him being a part of this faction that Tully's going to make is going to be great. And I think Adam Page fits the, fits their mold perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm going to pick FTR. But, you know, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, I give them props for holding those tag titles longer than I thought they would. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and um, they set a standard for the, the tag team division and they elevated so many teams, you know, like, that you're like oh like because you didn't really know them when aw started off but kenny omega and hangman page uh they set a bar and they helped uh those teams elevate themselves to that bar and as a result aw's tag team division is just so uh packed stacked yeah man i totally agree with you i think they did uh put a standard for this division and rightfully so because i know um, the Young Bucks being part owners for AEW really wanted to focus on tag teams because, let's be honest, um, there's no secret that Vince McMahon doesn't really care for tag teams. So how are, how are tag teams going to be elevated in WWE if they don't really care for them? So yeah. and, uh, uh, and Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, they did a perfect job uh, for the tag team division. And uh, it's time for new champions. And I like how their storyline went, you know, in the beginning with Adam Page not really uh, saying that, like, oh, we're not a tag team, you know, we're just, you know, it just happened and we're doing pretty good. Towards the end, though, where it kind of switched around and Adam Page was like, oh, we're like, you're my tag team partner, like, this is it, you know? Towards yeah. where Kenny Omega was kind of like, ah, you know, we're nah, we're, we're just, just two single guys. stars. Yeah, and I'll never forget on Tag Team Appreciation Night, which was like two days ago, I think. Um, fucking, they asked him like, oh, who are your favorite tag teams? And Kenny Omega was like, oh, the Young Bucks, you know, to done it all. Like, ah, oh, man, like, don't you think Adam? He's like, oh, well, I was gonna say us. And then Kenny was like, oh, well, we're not really a tag team, you know. So why? Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, they're already planting the seeds, man. Yeah, they, they had, they're doing it great. 
Yeah, man. So should be an amazing match, though. Honestly, it, it could steal the show. Oh, unless they do what we said, right? <laughs> Where Anna Page just like knocks out Kenny and like, bam. I wouldn't mind that. Honestly, I wouldn't. So um, we'll just have to wait and see, man. But I'm excited to see how this all unfolds. But I'm picking FTR like you are. All right, man. So another match that I've never heard of, the very first time ever. Uh, Le Champion, the Demo God, Mr. Chris Jericho, is taking on the one and only freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy in a Mimosa Mayhem match. Which, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Jericho said it's basically a match and there's going to be a big old tub of uh, Mimosa in a tub. Not a bathtub, but like not a bathtub, but like a big ass, like you know, I don't know, some pool or some shit. I'm not really yeah. sure. Um, but this will be the third time that these two fight. Um, should be very interesting. They both have a one on one, you know, with each other. Chris got the first one, Orange got the second one, and now this is the third one. And uh, my question to you, Joy, is who do you think is going to come out on top in this Mimosa Mayhem match? And do you think this will be the end of the Jericho Cassidy rivalry? This is a tough question. Because um, <laughs> Chris Jericho created this match. So I feel like he should be the one to win it. Very but true. If this is the end of uh, the Jericho and Cassidy rivalry, then Cassidy has to win it because. I feel that Chris Jericho's role in AEW is to put over new stars and Orange Cassidy is a shining example of what a new star is. It's very true, man. He's a fan favorite, the leading seller in merchandise. It's insane, man. This guy made a character that he probably thought wasn't gonna be anything and now it's the biggest thing ever and it's him doing nothing <laughs> yeah and uh I, I said it from from the very beginning like the it's a very thin line he's walking on because you don't want to over push yeah. him but you don't want to under push him um it's very walked, hard man yeah he's walked that line perfectly yeah and i feel he deserves this push Though I do feel that Chris Jericho needs to win the matches that he created. Um, it's a tough one. Because uh, the way I look at Chris Jericho is as the gatekeeper of uh, AEW. And I want to let a Orange Cassidy in to, you know, to that VIP area of the roster. It's This is... I'm, I'm really torn. I'm really torn. I'm not even going to lie. I'm really torn. <laughs> I think uh, come um, the pay-per-view, I'm just going to flip a coin to be real with you. All right. Well, if you didn't have to flip a coin, who would you pick? <laughs> Orange Cassidy. All right. I, I, I would pick Orange Cassidy, too. Only because they don't have to stop this rivalry, but it's just that's how it usually goes in the wrestling world. If you have one match two matches and you both won one each it's just rightfully so that you do a third one and that will yep. determine who is better so to me this feels like it's going to be the last match for them for a while you know 
obviously they'll come across each other again in the future but for now i think this is a good closer it's been a fun rivalry and i think cassidy comes out on top they're trying to push him to be on his own which is fine i mean i did like him with best friends i didn't see a problem with that um but yeah it should be interesting but yeah cassidy comes out on top and uh you know Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. He's always going to find somebody or something to do. And he's always, he's always going to be some, great. He's always going to be relevant. So he has no worries. <laughs> Maybe uh, in but, the future, um, Jericho and Cassidy could be a tag team. Dude. I would love to see them in angles together. See, that would be pretty hot, man. I, I could see that too. I could see it. Um, but yeah, man, it should be fun. Well, Joey, we're here, man. We're at the last match, the AEW Championship, with John Maxley, the champion, taking on your boy, MJF. Now, is this the time for MJF to take over, or is it still going to be the Moxley era? Tell me, man. Hands down, MJF has to win this. Um, oh, shit. I did not like John Moxley's run. Um, for the the last couple of months, he he has been picking up steam. I, I'm I've been starting to like what he's been starting to show. Too little, too late. Um, I feel like MJF has shown a lot of promise, and he deserves it. And like I said, he is gonna be the heel of of the of this generation and i'm gonna give him the title and i hope he sticks he keeps that title for a long time dude it's uh it's a tough one for me because i really want mjf to win um but i don't know if it's too early for him Uh, i don't know if they're ready for mox to like end his run i will agree with you i was tired of mox but these past couple of weeks, he's proven to me that he's been okay. <laughs> uh, particularly the match he had with Darby Allen. It was really good. The story was great. Uh, but I need to see more of those matches from John, And I don't see that, you know? Uh, I don't know if it's him himself or just the pairings that he's been having and have, hasn't just been living up to, you know, the hype. But I don't know. It's very strange. And then for... Pro wrestling, uh, pro wrestling illustrator insider to make him the number one wrestler of twenty twenty. It it's kind of weird, you know. Uh, I just don't see John as the number one wrestler in the world. You know, I see other guys as that. Um, but not to take anything away from Moxley, I like him. Uh, I think you're right. He's been impressing us, but it's a little too late. And. Um, Hell, it's fine if he loses. Make him go on this dark ass path. Make him make him this hardcore guy that he's supposed to be. Stop PGing him. Stop making him a PG version that we saw in WWE. Like that's not what I wanted. Like I wanted to see John Moxley, CZW John Moxley, crazy John Moxley. But that's not what I'm getting. I'm just getting like Dean Ambrose with John Moxley on the name. <laughs> yeah, I have pretty much. Um... Yeah. And um, it's not that he hasn't been doing a good job as the champion. He's 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 been doing a very decent job. Oh no, yeah, a better job than like most of the current main champions in other promotions. 
Very true. At least in at least in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I expected too much of him. I think so. I think we did. We all we all did. You know. Yeah. Because he's a former he's a former WWE champion. You know. Yeah, so. and not just that. Uh, whenever he left WWE and it was coming to AW, like he did, like that trailer, and you know, like he started. Sh- uh, showing like shades of like his past self before WWE, and uh, we all got excited about it, and then we just ended up getting Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, in the in recently, he has been doing good, and he's been picking up steam. But if I compare this past year. John Moxie's past year and MJF's past year, I really want to push MJF. MJF has completely shown a lot of promise, and yes, it might be early. Um, the jersey might fit a bit big to MJF. Uh, sort of say, you know, it's a uh, it's a big shoes to fill. Yeah. But I feel he's got what it takes to uh, fill the shoes. Well, before I make my pick, um, I do like MJF a lot. He is the future. When he came out with his whole rant for his candidacy to be to fight John, I thought it was the greatest promo I had seen in a long time. He knows how to talk. Uh, but I will say this one thing about MJF. I feel like... I haven't seen him wrestle a lot like I should have. Um, oh, dude. I don't, uh, you know? Like, just, uh, it, the times I've seen him wrestle have been a lot of fun. He is such a heel, even in his wrestling. Like, I remember him watching him wrestle and he did, like, get his opponent's hand and get him, like, the finger and stick it in his opponent's nose and just kind of, like, why are you, like, poking your nose and stuff like that? He's he as much as he's a heel like as a talker and doing angles, he's just as much as a heel as a wrestler and he's just so much fun to watch. No, you're right. Like I you know, when he had his match with Jungle Boy at Revolution, that was a great match. I was like, Man, these two guys are gonna be rivals in the future to come because they're both so young. Uh but I think yeah, I don't I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's a great heel wrestler. And I think I've always said this about wrestlers. You can have, you can be, you can be either two things. You can have a great gimmick and not have that uh, big of an arsenal of moves because you have that great gimmick and you use your gimmick in those moves as a wrestler. But if you're a wrestler that doesn't really have the mic skills, you better be one of the greatest, one of uh, the top 10 wrestlers out there in the world because it, it's it's kind of hard to make it out there and have them both, you know? Yeah. Uh, but with MJF, he is one of the greatest talkers probably ever in the wrestling industry. And he doesn't have to be flashy in the ring. Like you said, he uses his heelness in his ring moves. And I think that's something that's a lost art as, as being a heel these days, you know? Um, there's so many heels out there that are like, oh, I'm this badass, you know, and I like, I kick people's asses. Like, that's great. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it just gets boring. 
as towards MGF, he says all that shit, but in a in a way that it gets under people's skin, you know, to where like people are like, "Man, this guy's an asshole," and it's like, "Yeah, that's what he's supposed to be, man. It's fucking great." <laughs> yeah. So I'm torn. I want to pick MJF. I don't think they're gonna give it to him though, man. I think John wins, but this is not over though. I think MJF will still have this uh i think he'll get another shot at mox i think he'll still be in the the main event picture for a while because i think it's working um but for right now i think john wins but it'll be really close i think they're gonna make this close and obviously some bullshit's gonna happen during the match but i think john will, will take that victory we'll see We'll see. I mean, I'm hope I'm wrong. I mean, if MJF wins, I'll be happy as shit. But uh, yeah. if I'm playing for like uh, predictions and titles and shit, uh, I gotta play not safe, but I gotta think safe. <laughs> but we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> it's gonna that. be fun. That. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I love AEW, and it's it's gonna be a great time. You know, um, it's this Saturday. Uh, it says on here that it starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, so 7 Central for us. I don't know if there's going to be a buy-in. They usually have a buy-in, which is like a pre-show, and it's free on YouTube. Um, if that happens, then it'll probably be at 6. Uh, but we'll see if that happens or not. Uh, you know, we'll watch it, Joey. We'll talk afterwards to, to talk about it. But uh, it should be fun. All Out 2020. It's yeah. going to be great. Hopefully we see some title changes and hopefully we get the results that we want. Um, but yeah, that's basically all we wanted to talk about, man. We just wanted to talk about a few things that's been going on in the wrestling world and make our predictions for AEW All Out because we're excited as everybody else is for this pay-per-view event. It's been, uh, it's been a long time for pay-per-view, so uh, very excited to see what's going to happen. And uh, also, true. they will be having limited number of fans there in attendance. Uh, see how that works out. They've been having it for the past two weeks. Um, you know, hopefully everyone's being safe. You know, I know COVID's happening. Uh, maybe a lot of people might not agree with their decision. Uh, but I guess you have to try, right? So I just, I just hope that nothing bad happens when they do this. It would, it would be really bad. It would look bad on their part. Um, yeah but you know if it doesn't then it doesn't you know and maybe this will be something that's uh what do you call it slowly gets us back on the on the new normal yeah slowly you know very slowly i mean they had like when i see the crowd right when i saw it last week on AEW, it didn't look like a lot you know there was a few but it didn't look like crazy you know so percent yeah, so uh, hopefully they still keep doing that. Uh, we'll see how it affects everybody. I know when Chris had came out, Chris Jericho came out, they were singing Judas, and I was like, damn, you know, it's been a long time since I've heard people sing that live. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, absolutely. It, it brings a better aspect to it, you know, and at the end of the day, the fans are the things that make those matches, man, you know? So I'll be excited to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, any final thoughts, Joey? Yes, I actually have a question for you, Adrian. Tell me, dude, tell me. So, since the beginning of the year, I've been telling everybody MJF is the next big fucking star. I already have a prediction for next year's 
next big fucking star. Oh, all right, all right. Tell me, man. But before I tell you, I want to ask you: Do you see somebody in AW's roster that can be next year's breakout star? Like right now? Yeah. Uh, but when you say breakout star, do you mean like MJF aspect, like they're young, or like they've been around? Um, so that's up to you. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, you know, like somebody that uh, still is still making a name for themselves, per se. You know, like like no WWE reject kind of people. No, no, I feel you. Um, you know, there's two people that come to mind, but you know, I'm not sure if uh they are or not um for one i do i have i have darby allen but then i also have uh eddie kingston uh i think he's almost as close to mjf just he's more ruthless just because he's older and he has that mean aspect to him you know like he looks like a bad guy you know but the way he talks and stuff like that uh, he's just he's really good so those are my two but uh, I don't know you might have somebody else for me uh, there's a lot of people though on this roster that I don't see that like they come out in dark but I don't see them on here so I don't know is it somebody from dark tell me bro fair enough fair enough I like your picks I really like them and uh, they, they are for sure gonna be uh, big stars um, I am going for you know um one of those people that typically get overlooked that people don't really necessarily see something in them um kip sabian nice dude nice i was looking at him too i was like you know what kip sabian's on here man and you know he's he's really good he is great i love kip sabian and i am gonna say right now september 2nd 2020 in two years he's gonna be a big fucking name all right, man. I'll be happy to see that. I'm looking at his record. He's 14 and 11 right now. That's not bad. That's not bad, you know. He's. Um, uh, I love uh, the charisma that he carries around. His his character, the way he like um, carries himself. He's a great wrestler. He has a great look. He is my pick for next year. Nice, man. Well, I'm going to hold you to that, dude. Next year we're on this podcast, and I'd be like, dude, Kip Sabian, dude, he made it. <laughs> I hope. I really hope. Um, I hope so, too. He, he's really good. Like, wrestling, as a wrestler, he's amazing. He's great. And like you said, he does bring a lot of charisma, which a lot of uh, these wrestlers sometimes don't have. And with him, though, he has it. So yeah. I think they just need to find common ground with him. To put him into like a better you know situation uh storyline wise but i'm pretty sure they will you know yeah and hopefully. uh yeah hopefully so uh yeah man i like that we'll see what happens uh kip sabian watch out for kip man yeah i i i way back when dude i called it for bray wyatt i called you it did. for the revival you did uh, i'm calling it for mjf and i'm calling it for uh, Kip Sabian, and I am excited to see uh, more of him. He actually uh, wrestled on AW Dark last night, and it was a great match. 
I'm about to check that out, man. And you know, I think AEW sees that in Kip Sabian. You know, they probably knew he wasn't gonna be hot shit right off the bat, but they saw the potential in him to where, like, dude, this guy, he's got something going for him, man. So, yeah, I think the sky's the limit for him. I think we just have to wait and see how everything goes. But the more he wrestles, the more that people see him, I think the more attraction he's gonna get. So, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I, I really do not mean it in a bad way when, um, I forgot, uh, I forgot the name of the of the wrestler that got injured, but Penelope Ford took her place. Oh yeah, I was really happy for Penelope Ford because uh, I do see her and Kip Sabian as a package deal and taking over and shit. Like she's the champ, he's the champ kind of deal. They're both great. Yeah, they're, man. they're great. I'm telling you, man, they just need opportunities because nobody really knew about Penelope before. But then when she got the opportunity, everybody was like, damn, she can actually put on a decent match, man. She's pretty good. Yeah, so, if if you remember correctly, I actually picked her to win that title match. You did, you did, but she lost. <laughs> I know. But it I'm, was close. It was close. I like sticking my neck out for like people who I truly believe in. Hey, man, that's what I want sometimes when I watch wrestling. I want to see upsets. You know why? Everybody loves upsets. Everybody loves it because nobody saw it coming. So... Um, I like that though, man. Watch out for Kip Sabian, uh, future star. I, I I agree with you, man. He puts on great matches. Um, well, on that note, make sure to check out All Out this Saturday. Also, check out all the other great promotions that's going on. You know, I'm still a fan of WWE. Sometimes it's hard to watch, but I'm still there. Um, yeah, we should be back next week with another episode of Power Hour Wrestling probably talk about the results of all out and maybe some other shit that's going on in the wrestling world because like i said there is a lot of wrestling out there <laughs> so there's this was way fun, joy. too much there's way too <laughs> much man uh, but this was fun joy we got to do it again next week man um this has yeah. been power hour wrestling brought to you by our weird fish productions i'm adrian garcia and of course with me as always my tag team partner jose savala oh and yeah man that's been wrestling dude um i'll catch you on the flip side joy and we'll see you next week man peace out that was good dude good job dude.